committed injustice, then you come to the Boss, Susan, one more time. I'm gonna, th- I'm gonna say something. When I was doing my first communion, they give you the guide that everything that the priest says and whatever you have to respond to go through the process of getting your first communion. Okay. When I learned that, I learned what the priest said. When you said, do you like accents? I'm repeating it in my head. I get stuck and then go, <laughs> and my brain's like, come on, come on, come on, start it, start so it, start it. So what you're saying is, instead of learning what you were supposed to respond, yes. you didn't learn the response. No. You learned what the priest said. Yes. I ain't no priest, Susanna. Do you like this accents? By head injustice, then you come to the right place. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> All right. Listen. No, no, no. We're not derailing. I'm telling you up front what we're talking about today. This week, I have... <laughs> because we keep forgetting. And we... This is, Susanna, what are you talking about this week? <laughs> Officer 263. And I'll be talking about a few clueless criminals because I deserve this. I deserve I deserve this. I After deserve the it. Halloween episode, oh I deserve my this. Gosh. Okay, now feel free to tell people about the struggles of our life. We have now an interface. If there are other people who do podcasts, who listen to our podcast, or even if there are people who listen and they want to start their own podcast, let me tell you, we are going to be beacons of truth for you don't let the internet fool you don't let these videos fool you just turn on the microphone i just came here ah, i'll talk i just came here i was so cute no on the microphone and did it right now in this moment i am recording in my pajamas because i have literally been up for many many hours just trying to sort this shit out and it's not the the first fucking time it's not it's not we have been here you all know this from last week's episode we've been here till like three in the morning Mm. one in the morning two in the morning it's crazy because sometimes this shit just don't work it just don't work saying oh it's so easy it's the same with the it's not easy um motherhood is so nice and refreshing everything is relatable to motherhood Everything is relatable because <laughs> I'm trying to say stop sugarcoating everything. Who thinks motherhood is easy? The glow. They sell you all these pictures of no, the glow. No, that's just pregnancy. Listen, and listen. The, and the baby being nice. Irregardless. You know? As our sign says this week, irregardless. I want to talk to the people who do the like digital audio mixing software, open source, that situation. I don't know what half the words mean. And I am an amateur at anything related to audio, engineering, anything technical. But we've come a long way. All of that to say, no matter what, the consistent hiccup has been this software. Like, microphone's there, microphone's gone. <laughs> headset's there, headset's gone. Uh, uh, yeah. Right? I miss Volume working, volume gone. And we haven't talked about Angela for a hard minute. So it's, it's not pro- fucking Angela. It's probably her. You just stopped no. me from talking about it. She's in the back like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, look what we're doing. <laughs> right? So our audio is going to sound a little... That in the background is not a, a homeless person begging for change. It's Susanna, <laughs> who every week without fail has something jingling in the background like a pack of fucking maracas. And I have to try to find a way to edit it out the episode. <laughs> <gasps> let me be, let me be. Susanna, I don't even care this week. You shake your fucking glass all you want. If all I hear any shaking in the background, that's just Susanna. Let shake it go. It. Just, shake it. Just let it go. Shake it, shake it, shake it. Let it go. I have a story for you this week. Okay, tell me. But it is technically a case, 
but I'm not going to do it as a case. I just want to talk about it because it just fell in my lap. But it's so fucking weird. <laughs> Tell me this story. This woman gone to the grocery. Okay. Minding her own business, as you do. She goes to the car, puts away her groceries, and then, like a good citizen, everybody don't do this, by the way, which is very annoying, but she's a good one. Everybody and should be like her. Car back. She's putting the yes. car back. Yes, yes. All of a sudden, she feels something pinch her in her bumsy. Right? She's like, the fuck? Right? <laughs> she turn around, <laughs> and a man passed by. Ah. So she goes, did you burn me with a cigarette? He said, it felt like a bee sting, right? And she was like, that weird. So she walk off and she go back to the car and he no- she noticed he was kind of following her. Yeah. So she started yelling and cussing at him like, leave me alone. Mm-hmm. She gets in her car and she messages the son. Mm-hmm. Immediately tells him, I'm feeling weird and I don't know how I'll feel when I go home or if I'll mm-hmm. make it home or something mm-hmm. to that jest. When she gets home, she notices she has a red spot on her bottom. Okay. They have no burn mark on her clothes. Okay. And then I don't I don't know which happened first, if she noticed the spot getting bigger or if okay. she told the police first. But the police were like, since there's no damage to your pants itself, we're not going to rule out that you were injected with something. Like, stuck her with like a needle of some kind. Mm-hmm. So the news clip, she was like, I don't know what was in that needle if he stuck me with a needle. It could have been, she said it could have been HIV. It could have ah. been a truck. <laughs> you know, she was just trying to be yes. as like, exaggerated as much as mm-hmm. possible. She said, I just don't know. Or she said it could have been rat poison. She said, I don't know what was in it. Okay. But she knew she was feeling weird. Okay. That's what she said. Well, they tracked down the man because when they look at the surveillance video, he was following a bunch of other women trying to do them the same thing. Okay. So Where was this? In the state somewhere. Okay. I don't know the exact location. Okay. I tell it. It just fell in my lap this morning. I was like, I have to talk to Susanna about it. So they, they find him because, you know, good citizens of the place were like, mm-hmm. I know that man. That man named Thomas. <laughs> okay. And they were like, okay, Thomas, we're going to find him. They go yeah. and they find Thomas. When they find Thomas and they check his house, what they find have? more syringes. Okay. Bunch of syringes. Some empty, some full. Some with needles, some without. Of what? With the same kind of cloudy liquid. They found one in his car too. With a needle on it. Like this is so fucking weird. Mm-hmm. And they got a warrant so they could check his, his like, you know, check him. Mm-hmm. Took his DNA because they run him in the system. Mm-hmm. They said, let us check what his substance is. Because he took this woman. What if it was a poison? Whatever, you know? Yeah. Susanna, you know what it was? What was it? semen son of this no! man <laughs> this man put his own semen in a fucking syringe and was walking around choking people in the mamsi with it and <laughs> yes isn't that disgusting <gasps> no there's not even the part of the story that really tripped me out is that his name is thomas steeman <laughs> and i didn't make it up his name is thomas steeman s-t-e-m-e-n and he was choking I'm... people with his semen, who were out just doing things. So the police were like, listen, he has so many empty syringes and syringes without needles and stuff at home. We don't doubt that he did this to other people before, you know? So if you feel, like if you were in the States, I go find out where it was. Pass me the phone. Figure, let me, let me tell them. Let me tell the people to be on the lookout. Where the hell is Annapolis? <laughs> Geography, <What>? Chanel. <laughs> Geography again. The... Fuck fucking geography. <laughs> somewhere somewhere in Annapolis, I think. 
<laughs> Annapolis with so, the steam and hold on. Maryland, Maryland. Okay, city of Maryland. Okay. Hey, I'm if the you in Chanel, what the fuck is this? Steve, his name is Thomas Steeman. Choking people with the nasty semen in Annapolis, Maryland. Okay, forgive my rhyme, but this is exactly what this fucker did. <laughs> so they say the Annapolis police were like, "Listen, the amount of syringes and shit we find, we just don't doubt that he was out here choking other people." So just putting this on your radar. If you listen to us and you're in the Maryland area in Annapolis, and you maybe one day felt like you got stung by a bee, punch that motherfucker, bite by a snake. Whatever it is you randomly felt and the feeling disappeared, just go and see if you could check on yourself because who knows what this nasty man have. Why is would you do that? Is he still up and about? Oh, they arrest him. I think he gets sentenced to 10 years. But 10 years is not enough. You choked me with your semen and I don't know you. That is to me is equivalent to rape. That in my opinion. I was going to say, I was going to ask you. Mm-hmm. If you have put your biologicals into my body without my consent, that to me is rape. That's just very simple. Mm-hmm. So that nasty man. What do you think about Thomas Steeman? And he nasty semen in the syringe. <laughs> if you take all the creativity they put into raping <laughs> and bring it to fucking NASA, trust me, they were building the buildings <laughs> all in March. Right. Not fucking here, trying to fucking figure out how to keep on fucking women's. I don't know. What I the fuck? Well, what the fuck? I know that the words. What the fuck? I know that the words no. mental health were thrown around. Fuck them. No, no, no. no. Fuck I them. don't fuck know them what fuck his them. situation no. is. Fuck, 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 fuck. Donna, it's no. the middle of the day. <laughs> no. Oh, this is our first, no. like, legit daytime record. <laughs> we to the day. <laughs> Usually, we're in the middle of the night. But today, because of all of our technical difficulties, we find ourselves in the middle of the day doing a recording. And I don't hate it, Angola. No, you know? me like, neither. We're successful. I'm fucking like, energy. <laughs> I know. We have all the energy. <laughs> like, I go do something after. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I just wanted to tell you about Chanel, that story. But this is so... <clears throat> and I mean, the girl, the woman was, she put herself on the media. She went to the news and she was but like, because... this happened to me. Uh-huh. You know? And I just thought I was like, how fucking nasty. I just wanted to tell you that story. I know it has nothing to do with what we're doing this week. I, I just, I was like, I have to tell. So I couldn't well, even hold it. It happens, I even... it happens to have something to do with what I'm talking about this week. Oh, joy. We have rape in the house today. Wonderful. Yes. Nothing, yes. nothing says have a great week, like a story of rape. Yes. Like, just leave me alone. Stay in your lane. Mind your business. What make you fucking think that you can do with anybody else's body whatever the fuck you fucking want? Can't Why don't you, you just take this? your penis, you... take your, your semen, put it in a syringe, and then inject yourself with it? Many, many times. You <laughs> piece of crap. You know, fuck. I do know of a guy <gasps> no. who was dating a friend of mine. He was grossed up by his own essence. You the man. He didn't like it. So like when it touched him, he was like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> and when when she oh, told me was I was like I said, but it's come it's from his body like and she was like I just don't understand <laughs> so maybe that's why he wouldn't inject himself with his own jizz oh but he's ready to give it away you know why I have a problem with rapists I mean other than the obvious reasons right you know why I also have a problem with rapists is that sex is accessible sex is accessible for most people I, I'm, I'm, and I also have a next point to add on to that because I I have 
things to say about the incels on top of this point. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what an incel is in a moment. But sex is accessible to most people. Like pornography is easily accessible and sex work is a thing. Respect the people doing their sex work. Lay out your terms of what it is you want. It has and somebody for somebody everybody. There. Yes. You want. I had a friend that I always said, I used to say, oh, I'm too fat. I'm too fat. And she said, can you stop telling yourself that? There's somewhere out there that likes your body type. Listen, I watched a whole video about a man who liked to be sat on by his <laughs> large girlfriend. He was like 150 soaking wet and she was at least 400 pounds but he used to get off on her sitting on his chest and that was their relationship <laughs> is it is do i think that healthy no <laughs> what if she fall asleep <laughs> he died <laughs> you know but that's their that's their relationship that's not my business and if he like it he like it exactly and, and their you can consent both of them they exactly. found each other listen exactly. and now it's not like oh i have to go on this boat and cross the ocean it have to people. get there no motherfucker you go online it has said your thing it has people who like to get peed and pooped on who are these people? I don't know, but you Doesn't know what? Matter. There like, is a sex worker out there for the right dollar. Don't be cheap. You can't be trying to find somebody to shit on you for a dollar or ten dollars. <laughs> That's not going to work. If you know you want somebody to come and pee and shit on you, that is, I don't know what that figure is, but it's looking like at least six digits to me. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, it will start there. <laughs> like, so I, I cannot, I don't think, I don't think I should comment on people's finances. But to me, if you uh, let somebody pee on you, we should call, no, 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 right? I was going to say call. Jesus, ask them how much they get. I didn't leave that. Oh my name my is gosh. not Dave Chappelle. <laughs> Let me not say that one. Listen, don't get me. Did you, did I did you? not watch it. Oh. And I don't want to hear about it. Let why? me watch it. Because I want to watch it. Let me hear about it. I want to see why people are so mad. I don't get why you're fucking mad. That man is awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Awesome. I love I Dave Chappelle. Twice. I love Dave Chappelle. Twice, Chanel. You and know the what? people just listen to whatever the fuck they want to listen. You know what? When they, you're yeah, they will track. pick out the parts that they don't yes. like. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Motherfuckers, yeah. just sit down. Ah, ah. Sit fucking down and I need listen to, to this guy. Back. I need to make a spin. I need to make a spin. Spin it away. Mm-hmm. When I was talking before about how sex is easily accessible these days, there's a group of men out there and they call themselves incels, which are like involuntary celibates, meaning they're like, we're trying to get through with women and have sex, but they couldn't. So it's out of their control that they're celibate. Okay. Really? But that escalated. Yeah, there are uh, there were like two crimes committed related to incels. No. There was this one guy. You know the guy who mowed down the people in the car in Eglinton on Young Street? No. A few. You don't remember? No. Like three years ago, a guy no. in a van? No, I don't. You serious? Where the hell you oh. live in? And now our friend, Steven, he was living up in Finch. Mm-hmm. And this guy in a van was like jumped the curb and was mowing down oh, people. Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes, yes and yes. he killed a bunch of people. And it turns out a bunch, well, a lot of them were women. And it turns out his main, his main like trigger was the fact that he was an incel. He was involuntarily celibate. Now, I don't know how long people go without sex. I'm not here to comment on your personal or sex life. But once again... If you're not having sex 
and you would like to have sex no, no. and you cannot find that somebody who you can have an organic sexual relationship with that's there an are sex excuse workers. chanel that's a fucking excuse but no there's sex workers he has no there reason are to complain. options there are options that's what i'm trying to say there are options just be a little patient look in the Save right your money. you're not gonna go you're not gonna go to a church and be like i want the hoes ho in here no bitch go to a bar as somebody go to- who goes to church he ain't gonna have trouble finding but my point is <laughs> my point is i don't care if you if, if, if we hoes go to the church i my point is like if you look for what you want you might find it instead of thinking oh you bitches you don't give me pussy. right 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 yeah 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 well i mean Fuck. this horrible man i don't remember what his sentence was we could do his case no we i don't want to do his motherfucking case mm. well the, the, the whole and then they'll go like oh poor man yeah he had such a hard life yeah. oh no he had oh, poor women they don't giving it to him because yes. you're disgusting you piece of crap listen my whole thing is that i feel <sighs> like people gross this man who took the woman with his semen nasty the man who can get and sex and decide to mode on a bunch of people he fucking disgusting like just get your shit together we have workers for this there are people here to provide this service and for all of you religious people who gonna jump out and be like ah, hoen is the world's oldest profession okay listen I have never seen the holes in recession. I never see them poor. I never see them, you know, struggling. And, and we say hoes in a loving way. Yeah? We yes, love yes, yes. Yeah. You know, we're judging you. And uh huh. <laughs> and I, I also said like earlier, we hoes when yes. we hoes go we. to church. <laughs> exactly. So we we in here, mm-hmm. whether it's by profession or choice. Or right. Choice. <laughs> um i was looking for documentaries and why not yeah one of them said that the statistic is that girls that are in the business Mm -hmm. they had had some sort of um, sexual trauma yes yeah yeah there's a big difference between a victim of sex work and somebody who has chosen sex work we are talking about the people who choose sex work we're not telling you to go out there and find somebody who is a victim of sex Mm -hmm. work and it's very easy to find or to to figure out who is who in that situation Mm -hmm. because the person who is a victim of sex work is not in control of their own money they're not in control of their own time and they're not in control of how they the services they provide yeah right so get our clear so if you're looking for a sex worker Make sure and find somebody who is um like a, like a sole proprietor. <laughs> <laughs> Support local. <laughs> Support local. You know? All right, Suzanne. Uh, I've been chatting for a fat minute and I know I monopolize our intro and no, stuff no, with, no, 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 with this guy. But we can tie it yeah. down to my case. A lot of people I have given me it. feedback about um Tansler. The one who dig up maria and keep her at home by him yes yeah i got a lot of feedback about mm. that and you know what else nobody has successfully guessed the name really i've had a few guesses i've had a few guesses I'm gonna tell on the you. website <laughs> on the website and in my personal life people have messaged me tell me tell me that there's the name right nope <laughs> nobody you told them <gasps> nobody's guessed nobody's no because if i if i tell them they're so shitty they'll go and they'll put it on instagram and then i'll have no choice but to be like okay somebody guessed the name you know what i mean (laughs) so i'm not telling nobody until you guess it it ain't going out there (laughs) all right susanna come on tell me about officer two two seven two three five eight three oh 
263. Officer 263. I understand that being a woman is just fucked. We just said it. Why not? Being a black woman, it's another fucking level. Are you telling me? I'm well, no, <laughs> because... not telling you. I'm trying to. This is my the introduction to my fucking case. Oh, okay. Because I was about to be like, well, yeah. But this is the thing, Chanel. I am naive. You know, it's one thing is to fucking hear about it. Another thing is to see it. See it with your own motherfucking eyes. I'm irresponsible, clueless about this. The moment that it just slapped me in the face, we were together. We went to Niagara on the lake. We came into that store and that little bitch, that little bitch, because I'm not going to trash the business, hoping, knock on wood, that the whole business is not as fucked as this woman was, mm -hmm. but the moment that you two, you and your aunt came in, she was like, disregard us, the three of us. And you guys acted as if it was, this is one of many. Yeah, it was because it is. It is, it is. Like I, I remember one time I went to a store in Trinidad and I won't name the name, it's a very popular store. And the security guard at the door, like I was leaving. He had made eye contact with me when I went into the store. Mm -hmm. I was just, this is honestly, I live very close to the mall. I think I told this story that I live fairly close to yeah. like, the biggest mall in mm -hmm. Trinidad, right? Well, I'm not sure if it's changed now. It might be, have a bigger mall by now, but this is what it was. And I was in the mall and I was in the store and I was just walking around because this is my corner shop, you know? Yeah. I tend to be in the mall. I walk around. I just mm -hmm. trying to decompress after working. Mm -hmm. And I go in and looking at the things. Da, 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 da. And I bought something, I think. And then, so I have a bag and I, you know, I'm leaving. Mm -hmm. It was Christmas time. Yep. And he goes, I need to check your purse. And I was like, all right, you're going to check my purse, check my purse. Mm -hmm. So I opened my purse and I showed him. And then he was like, Okay, but he seemed surprised that I didn't say anything. Like, I'm not here to fight you. Like, if you've decided, if you've decided to use all of your intelligence mm -hmm. to decide that because I am black, I must be here to steal, mm -hmm. then you are definitely missing the people who steal it, right? Yeah. Because if, I, if your keen intuition told you I was the robber, mm -hmm. that means that you are not cut out for security yep. because you are not able to do this job. You're not able to use any kind of deductive reasoning. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All you've decided is I'm black, so I'm here to steal. But uh, what, you remember the day that you said to me, I don't put my hands I don't. in my pocket. I do not. But do you see that? I don't. When I go into a store, I am very mindful of where my hands are. And that's because of all the things you see in the media. Not because anything's ever happened to me other than that one encounter with that guy at the mall mm -hmm. nothing's really ever happened to me where people have accused that's like the one time i was accused of anything i can't say anything for my aunt me and her went in the store yeah the lady was like eh. um you know she was like she basically kind of pretty woman that's like you yes. don't have the money to spend in here yeah. kind of thing and we were just like unbothered because she was like okay we we because we, we were just gonna look we weren't gonna buy anything we were not bothered like if she wanted to be a bitch that's her her business but, you know, we didn't care. And especially if you show us that you have this disgusting personality, I for sure don't want to spend my money there. Of course. You know, of so course. you've done us a favor at that point, like telling us, okay, this is not a place I want to use my hard-earned money on anything. Just to bring it back to the other story, like nothing's ever happened to me. But from watching the news, I just learned, don't put your hands in your but pockets. This is th that's so fucked up. Or your Listen, purse. Um, I put my hands in my purse. Yeah. I just don't. 
because it just if the camera picks me up the first thing that oh her hands in her purse mm-hmm. she must have stolen something mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. meanwhile i just wanted my phone mm-hmm. or a chapstick mm-hmm. i'm not saying i'm accepting it i'm saying i'm not shocked what you're seeing is an absence of shock not an absence of anger and those are two different things yeah. okay yeah. so it's, it's not like we're not like oh that woman was a bitch she's a bitch but am i shocked i'm not that's sad man yeah i'm not shocked people are shit people are look shit. we do this podcast every week you didn't figure out how people are shit well the thing is this guy which i am not going to bother to say a background about him because i don't want no fucking body to be like um the poor man and no so, so i'm gonna tell you straight what the fuck he did so we, can you tell us who he is his name is Daniel Holtz Claw. From now on, I'm going to call him Claw. Sure. I actually thought you were going to say the fucker. So that's good. No, because I feel that at the beginning, I throw all my fucks. Okay. So now you have zero fucks to give. So you call him Claw. I'm going to call him Claw. All right. So no backstory because you don't think he deserves He a doesn't backstory. deserve a backstory. So I'm gonna, just going to tell you what happened here. Who is he? He is an officer. He's a police officer. He was assigned to, how do you, like, they get areas. The, the police gets an area and then mm-hmm. it's Their assigned. Beat. He has a beat. Exactly. Is what they call so it? He's assigned to an area. Uh-huh. And then he was assigned to an area, for lack of a better word, like the projects. Yeah, sure. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. On June 18, 2014, around 2 a.m., a grandma was driving back to her house. At 2 a.m.? 2 a.m. I'm not judging she. I just thought that a lot. I ain't gonna lie. No, but she was liming. Okay, She okay. was liming with All people. Right. What do you think? I'm gonna go my grandma and I cannot come in line? She went and she played bingo and then she went for some drinks. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Her name is Janie Ligons. Ligons. I don't know. Ligons. Yeah. And Janie gets pulled over by the claw. The claw. Wow. Okay. This guy pulls her over. And said, this is weird. Where are you going? Where I mean, I asked. I I will admit, I asked. I ain't trying to side with the claw here. But no, no, my no. first question was like, what Tan's doing out there? Hey, listen, this is a 57-year-old oh, grandma. Yeah, but she's a grandmother. I was, honestly, when you say grandma, like 60, I think like 80. 80? The fuck? Like, do, do, what, do one, what if people were minding their own business and not doing wrong and driving at 2 a.m. in I'm, the morning, I'm just coming saying. back from the lake bingo? Or, <laughs> or <laughs> I don't know. Okay, I was just saying, you know, we associate older people with going to sleep early. So she being a grandma and being out late, I was like, what the fuck is she doing out late? But now you've explained she's a young grandma. Yeah. A you youthful a, you grandma. A, my mom was lining up somewhere in a pharmacy, I guess. Okay. And then <laughs> these two young men come and say, Grandma, oh, you know, like auntie, like yeah, you yeah, call yeah. auntie. Yeah. Grandma, the pharmacy is not closed or the pharmacist will come in like two hours and why not? And my mom was like, the fuck is calling me grandma? <laughs> she forgot she was a grandma. <laughs> She's like, oh shit, yes, I'm a grandma. <laughs> She was offended by the fact that she was called a grandma. Uh, yeah, but I think when we say the word grandma, we do think of an older lady, yeah. you yeah. know. So, yeah. I mean, I understand her, her <laughs> being like, offended. Why is this guy calling me grandma? Anyway, well, tell us so about this grandma. Tell us about this grandma. grandma. The police officer pulls her over and he starts asking her questions. Mm-hmm. Turns out that she might have had problems in the past okay. with the police. All right. So, she had a warrant? What's a warrant? 
correct. That's when the police have authority to come arrest your ass. Oh no, like they she have, didn't. They have like papers out saying get that man. Okay, mm-hmm. no. Okay, no. But she, she had didn't. priors. But she did. Yeah, she had okay. records. Yeah, she had priors. But right. you know, they're not as specific about the records. Oh, by the way, all these victims here, middle age and up, black women. Okay, that's they, the target of choice. Sure. So grandma gets pulled over. Clock comes, and he's like, "Nah." I'm checking everything and she's like, okay. She answered all the questions. She got out of the car. He searched the car. He said, okay, you go ahead and sit in the back seat of my police car okay. because I need to check all this shit. So she's like, okay, she's doing everything he asked her to do, mm-hmm. but she's sitting. And then he comes and said, you know what? You shouldn't be here. I, you see records and why not? So we need to solve this. We need to solve this. Grandma is looking down because, you know, she's like, I, I'm not going to make eye contact. This is, you know, I'm complying. I'm complying. This is what I'm taught to do. This is what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Right? Picture this. Grandma is sitting. Officer is in front of her. He starts suggesting, what are we going to do? She looks up. The claw has whipped out his penis. Oh, what the fuck? And junk it up on her mouth. She's like, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? And he's like, if you comply, it will be better for you. Hmm. And she, when you see the interviews, when you see the interview, she said, all I can think of, this man has a gun. Yeah. I'm in disadvantage. Yeah. And she, the back seat of the police car. Yeah. 2 a.m. in the morning. Mm -hmm. He finished, he gone. Peg. And then you can go. She comes home and she tells her daughter. Mm-hmm. Her daughter says, we need to go to the police. She says, sadly, I'm a black woman with a police record. They're not going to hear me out. So daughter, she's like, no mom, we need to go. Mm-hmm. We need to report this man. We need to report this man. Next day, they go to the police. I don't know how they got into this detective, but they reported the officer and claw. what happened? They report the claw. Yes. Mm-hmm. They reported what happened. Yeah. And then comes the woman of the year. The woman of the year. Uh, Detective Kim Davis. We love her as much as we love Gloria. We love her as much as we love Gloria. Uh-huh. Okay. Kim Davis, I love you. She is retired now. Kim Davis said, okay, grandma, sit down. Tell me. Mm-hmm. What is happening? Was Kim internal affairs? Because police have internal affairs who investigate their other police. I don't know. Okay, I was just curious. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Before grandma sat down on the clothes car, he pat her down inside of her clothes and he asked her to expose herself, like like show her. So she's telling Kim all of this. All of this. And Kim Mm -hmm. was like, fuck no, what is this? What is this? What is this? Mm -hmm. And then she said, I have nothing to lose. Mm. Like, why would I lie? Exactly. The one thing that she didn't know was his name. Because she said, I was so scared the moment I got pulled over. Because I know I have these records. It's two o'clock in the morning. I'm a black woman. I have all these disadvantages, right? Mm -hmm. She said, I got so nervous that I didn't even bother. And everything happened was like, get out, do this. I'm patting you. You know, everything, everything. And Kim Davis says, don't worry, we're going to get this guy. Officers have a GPS. Yeah, Mm -hmm. uh like a GPS. And then she said, at this time, in this corner, whatever, whatever, Mm -hmm. that's when it happened. Kim fucking Davis, bless you. 
I'm sending good juju, good money, good life. She said, we're going to track him down. Mm -hmm. The claw still had his GPS on and she was able, she was, no, but she was like, I'm sure by this time, somebody must have said something about him. That's why Kim was like, "Mm -hmm, we're going to get this guy now. Somebody, somebody, somebody. Detective Kim. Love her. Love her. So she took the time to check who was at that corner at that time. Mm -hmm. And they bring him in. What was his name again? Oh, we're not going to give him his name. Daniel Daniel Holt's Claw. Right, right, right. That's why we're calling him the Claw. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They bring him in. Oh, how old is he? When they discover him, 34 years old. Okay, okay. Okay, so... And he raping grandmas? (laughs) Nasty. Chanel. Not that grandmas can't be with younger people, but he nasty for targeting no, 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 grandmas. No. If it's vol- we have always established here, whatever you're into, as long as it's volunteer, consent. <laughs> That's sorry, I didn't mean to laugh. But this guy posted a picture of his girlfriend after she had the girlfriend real old, and they were telling <laughs> him how how she was there um, when Judas betrayed Jesus. <laughs> She was there when they had the last supper. (laughs) (laughs) That is relevant. Not very nice. So Kim Davis brings him in Mm -hmm. and said, we have one report of what happens, right? And he was, how come? And then he said, I was off duty. Mm-hmm. So he already signed off if they do. So right. he was going home. Mm-hmm. But he saw this woman and then it was too suspicious. And, and his duty was to see what was happening. Right, right, right. To the woman. So even off duty, he is the cop. Yeah. Super cop. Super cop. Mm-hmm. Super claw. Super cop. I watched a quarter of the interview. And Detective Kim Davis, she was like giving him every chance to tell the truth. Um, mm. She was like, but when you stop her, mm-hmm. what did you ask her? How did it go? Mm-hmm. Did you tell her to expose her breast? No. And he didn't wear a chest did cam. You... Mm. He didn't. Uh, because, mm. you know, He's he off was duty. off duty. Yeah. Yeah, nasty bitch. Did you tell her to sit down on the police car? Oh, just because I wanted her to, like, shelter be went while i was searching her car like a, mm-hmm. you know like bullshit there was any moment that you press yourself against her that mm-hmm. might let her to believe mm-hmm. that she was like no i have never had had this happen to me mm-hmm. like i was like answer all He's the questions why is she no 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 me? he was like answering the questions mm-hmm. he was i want to do everything it is to show you that i everything am, was on the up and up Yes, everything, everything. I want DNA. I want all the stuff. Mm. To the point that they did a whole DNA shit on him. He had to take off. He was very confident in his reparization. He had to take off everything. He Mm -hmm. got uh, like the swap bit inside Mm -hmm. his thing. And they sent his uniform to the DNA lab or to the Mm -hmm. lab. Mm -hmm. Of course, Grandma Johnny was not the first. Mm. They found out they were like Detective Kim when she looked into his records. Found out or like how did they found what what was how they found out? Detective Kim started investigating him. The one thing that triggered the whole investigation was that they found DNA in his zipper of his pants. Yeah, nasty. But But they couldn't go to the bathroom. People, maybe. But that's the thing. That's the part that pisses the fuck out of me. 
because oh i go to the bathroom i touch this and then i touch something else but and it's, then it's, DNA. that's real though it's real i'm just thinking and immediately when you start talking evidence i'm thinking what's gonna stick because that's the only thing they can bring up like in court and to actually like convict him. If there's any loophole for the evidence to be dismissed, the defense gonna take it. Well, the the DNA that they found was from a 17-year-old. He did rape ah! her. He did rape her. And you know why he didn't get accused of statutory rape? Because of that argument. That it could have been from anywhere. Like when he was reaching to touch her uh. and then... He would still because, oh, they don't know what the source of the DNA yes. is. Yeah. It's semen? Or do no, they, it's they just don't her know? DNA. Uh, oh, sorry, it's her DNA. Sorry, yes, that's right. Yeah. It's her DNA. But, but they, don't they don't know, know how, how the transaction... Mm -hmm. mm. Because right after I touch you, I'm just going to go and type my zipper. Right? And it's if it was like, oh, they found it like on, on the back of the jacket or hoodie, mm -hmm. why not? But if this woman is saying, this motherfucker raped me, and you find her DNA on his zipper put two and two together and believe the woman but no no so how many victims did he have 13 came oh through. my god 13 okay let me list them at the end of the investigation they found out mm -hmm. right after this man did what he did to granny granny janie he bumped into a woman that was leaving a hotel Mm -hmm. where she was staying with her boyfriend. The same thing. He took her. He raped her right after he finished with Rama, right? Oh, the he same night? Yeah. The very same night. The woman told the boyfriend what happened. The boyfriend said, let's go to the police. Mm -hmm. And she said, he is the police. It is unknown her name. So we don't know her name. We don't, we don't know, know her, her name. Thing. And we know that she's middle age mm -hmm. and she's black. But she made a report. And she that's made it how to, to Detective, to detective. Kim. Yes. Figure, okay, okay. Another of his Emma was like, do you remember he was assigned to a, a specific area, right? Yeah. So within the area, mm. I'm sorry, but because of the area, there was a lot of warrant. Yeah. yeah. So he will come to the house and check on them. So he or would, if he he would, would commit like, his crimes under the guise of doing his duty yes. as a policeman. So I'm like just strolling around yeah. and then I stop you. If I see that you have any anything, I will do something. So it's not suspicious that he was in the area. No, because but she, mm -hmm. went, she went by the houses and started asking questions mm. by marking on the GPS the places that he was more, he was returning to. Oh, so he was a repeat offender to the same people? Yes. The same people or different people? Yes, there is a, a, a lady that got raped and he raped her, put her back in the car, took her home and then broke into her house to rape her again. The fuck? Yeah, yeah. So let me go ahead and list them because I'm all over the place yes, here. Yes. I have dates and why not? And then we go to the trial. After all the investigation, they tracked down the first victim being on February 27, 2014. Mm -hmm. She was outside. She got pulled over, got asked questions. He took her, raped her, bring her to her house. And then after broke into the house and raped her again. So the first victim is the one you were just telling us. Yes. About. Okay. Yes. And then on March 14, 2014, he pulled over a woman. This woman had drugs mm -hmm. with her. And then he said, well... You have drugs. I'm supposed to take you, but just expose yourself. Like, show me what you have. Pat her mm -hmm. 
and she was let off. I wonder how rapes are happening. Maybe this was on the clock. like So maybe he wasn't attacking them and completing any full sex. I mean, it's still a sexual assault. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like he's not raping them when he's on duty. And maybe he does that when he's off oh, duty. Also, another target were sex worker. Mm. One of them happened on April 24th, 2014. He stopped this woman forced her to have sex with him just because she was a hoe. If it's such a crime, prostitution, aren't both parties, the ones who are offering the mm -hmm. sex and the ones who are purchasing yeah. the sex, guilty? Mm -hmm. So how come the ones who are doing the transaction, who providing the service, are the ones, the only ones who go to jail? Yep. It make no damn sense. I think they make it bad because they cannot tax this woman. That make a lot of sense. Because, because they can't tax them. Maybe that's why it's a crime. Exactly, Chanel. <laughs> because when you have an establishment yeah. and whatever service you provide there, yeah, you have, to, you pay have to pay taxes. Yeah, but you know, there's a place in, in I think it's the Bunny Ranch. The dude Ranch, Bunny Ranch, some kind of ranch. There's a man. <laughs> it, not it's, it, it's in, no, not the dressing. <laughs> In Vegas, mm -hmm. there is a, I think sex work is legal. I don't know if it's in all of Vegas or if it's in like a specific, like no, not all of Vegas, all of Nevada okay. or if it's just Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. But, and I think they pay their taxes. They pay their motherfucking taxes. You haven't seen those establishments close. You know what I mean? Like they don't close them. No. Exactly. So why is one different to the other? Mm. Maybe because one is owned by a man and the other one is just a woman doing her own, her own thing. Like, but there are man sex worker. Yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm just going with the, the way you're thinking, right? Yeah. They're not shutting down your bar slash strip club that we know in the background you're the doing sex things. Because the guy, and the and person the who own it. the fucking massages. I'm sorry. The uh -uh. person who own it is a man. But if you as a sole proprietor decided to go out there yeah and this is your new this is your new job this is your new service then they could arrest you exactly so prostitutes or sex workers were also his target so right. we have middle-aged black women yeah and sex workers all black women as well all of them all of them well he have a type for sure mm. or oh, he hates a type he hates a type. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's more accurate. Mm -hmm. But also he feels entitled mm -hmm. because they're, everything is against them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And remember, they live in this low income area, mm -hmm. right? And those low income areas are designed to keep them in that system. You know, yes. people, people love to talk about how, oh, why don't they just get up and go and get a job? And why don't they just get up and do and do this? And it's easy to say that when you are living in a privileged, when you live a privileged experience, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. But if you really, really dig deep into those project and housing mm -hmm. situations, mm -hmm. they literally house them in environments that keep them in their economic situation. Yeah. So um, I remember Michelle Obama had done this thing about food deserts, mm -hmm. which is basically where... You, a food desert, from my understanding, I'm really dumbing this down for myself and, you know, because this is how I understood it. It's an area where they don't have access to healthy food. So they don't have like a grocery nearby and stuff like that. But you know what they have a lot of? McDonald's and Burger King and all of these like things. The, um, the LCBOs, the liquor stores. Liquor stores, that's right. So they have tons of those, mm -hmm. but they don't have a grocery where they can get fresh food. Yeah. So what happens is, is that they, of course, fall victim to what's 
easiest for them to get because yeah. you're a low income so it's not likely that you have a car packed up you mm-hmm. know so you are taking the bus who mm-hmm. wants to take a bus for two hours to just go to, to the grocery store apple. to eat an apple mm-hmm. or a banana you know mm-hmm. so they will just buy whatever is quick and available yeah. to them so now they've got uh, diabetes. diabetes heart Obesities. disease all yeah. of the issues right so now that's another issue Every healthcare in the states is yes. a paid for service they don't have the money to pay for that mm-hmm. so they live in their disease mm-hmm. and so i'm not saying that the other people other ethnicities don't have lifestyle diseases but i am saying it, a lot of things stacked against the people who live in these projects. Of course. And when you want to get into school, it's based upon the neighborhood you live in. So if you live in this project's neighborhood, you're not going to get your child into that nice school 15, 20 minutes drive away. Yeah. You're going to get your child into that school that is in the same neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So lack of opportunity yes. is a big factor in people's mm-hmm. circumstances. And, and the ones that do made it out mm-hmm. is because the little opportunity they exactly. have is used up yeah. solely into making it out. Into making it out. Yeah. 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 Opportunities but are huge before it within the family, before it reached that person, mm-hmm. there are 10, 15, 20 that just didn't. Were part of the system. And you know, you know that I heard about this and the other day. And being part of the system is not a bad thing. Coming from a person that was part of the system for a short minute. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate the fact that when I needed, the system was that there it for me. Yeah. Exactly. We're, we're not Which, talking, when we say the system, we're still not talking about that system. That's the jackass. They're a different system. Yeah. There's the welfare system. The welfare system. <laughs> this is not the, the police justice mm-hmm. system. Yeah. 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 It, it, but the thing is, it does serve but people in privileged situations exactly. love to look at people who are not in privilege and be like, why didn't one just get up and get a job? You know what I saw? You know what? This who was an a- ad. This was an ad. I don't know if it was intentionally like this just to piss people off. I'm assuming that it is. But okay. the ad was about homeless people. And the ad goes, why don't they just go home? I can make an argument mm-hmm. of somebody trying to bring awareness of something. Yeah. You know? You know what the songs are like? Oh, 5% of the population. In the arms of the uh, 5% angels, of the population lives under here. the streets. <laughs> Let's help. Call. Donate for the homeless. one Donate from the homeless. Let's help these people go. No! You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I can see them because this is used for yeah. everything, everything else yeah. that I can see somebody being so like, you have let to be like be, aggressive. Like you want to get their attention. People. Like yeah. I want to get your attention because now. Because every time I saw that ad, I got mad. It was like, why don't the homeless just go home? I'm like the fuck, of course they can't go home. They're homeless. Like in the word, homeless. <laughs> like it just it used to get whoever the person did the, for the advertising of that you did a good job because it really annoyed the exactly fuck out but <laughs> it, it, exactly now i wonder out of the people that get upset yeah did actually do it, something do, uh-huh mm. because oh, there it also that, becomes there this is thing that other like, ad oh we need baby. to cancel this did you ever person? see the ad with the homeless baby no. like how young do they have to be for us to care they literally had like a baby on the street yeah. in a blanket. I was like, that was aggressive, yes. but it made sense. But they have to do it yeah, because yeah. they do happen. And these people tend to flood the the commercials and the thing yeah, with yeah, the yeah. makeups and the Kardashians. Yeah, so they have to try to get you to pay attention. Exactly. I, I don't know how we got here, but the main point is, is that don't be judging the people from the project, people who don't have. And because also, the circumstances vary. Don't just sit on your fucking high horse and be like, well, why don't you just get a job? And also, 
when somebody from the projects makes it and says so proudly and deservingly proud mm -hmm. that they made it out of there, mm -hmm. fuck, give them a, a pat in the back. Yes, you made it. Yeah, celebrate you them. Celebrate the yeah. fuck out of it. And st you guys that made it out of the project say, don't be shy to say, I made it out of here. That doesn't make you less of of a, a successful mm -hmm. because no because you mentioned where you came exactly. from exactly yeah. Trevor Noah has a good take on this like on his book he said you know when they said oh teach a man how to fish yeah he has an argument against that that saying because yes you can teach him how to yeah, fish you don't have a fucking but boat. you don't have uh -huh. <laughs> exactly. and if you don't have the means like yeah. I, I have all these skills yeah. but yeah. I don't have the means to yeah you know, where my boat where the boat take me so to the water not only Teaching yeah. the men how you to have fish to give him the opportunity to fish. He also said, Well, you see a lot of people going to the practice and let me teach you how to do this, let me teach you how to do that, let me teach you how to do whatever. And then they're like, Well, I have all these things. Yeah. But yeah. the opportunity is not yeah. here for me. He's right. He You're is right. right. Mm -hmm. But policeman who be raping the people from the project, and you were talking about how the area is known for certain activity and stuff yes. like that. It is largely a, just a product of their circumstances. And I'm not saying people don't wake up every day and choose a life. But but sometimes a life does choose you, you know? Yes. And it takes a lot for you to get out from under what you're facing, you know? So when you want to stand up on your soapbox and on your high horse and you want to talk shit about the, the people from the projects and this stink cunt who want to rape the people from the projects, like yeah. if they don't have enough stacked against them, yes. you're going to go and you're going to you're gonna be a predator in an area mm -hmm. where you know that the prey is, is easy it's for you to even, catch. Uh-huh. Because all you have to do is weigh their circumstances against them. Like, you don't want to go to jail. That's what I'm you saying. Like, he it. went for the, again, lack of a better word, the easiest prey. Yeah. Not only for him to cash because he was already on a position of authority. Yeah. Not only that, if they came through because he was sneaky enough to target people with police records yeah women uh, and you know there will be that jackass who will want to say oh well if they have a record he have every right to pull them over or if they have a record they couldn't they be that good warrant. of a person hey people in the states has got records for the stupidest fucking thing mm -hmm. jaywalking and i'm saying it's not a crime i'm just saying you don't know the details of their criminal of record the record and even but they if you never did, but they even never if you did does it give him the right to go and rape this but lady? they never because if it was a white person they said the news will be like he only had a record of no, walking. No, no, that's not even what they would say. They would say he loves golf. He's, you know, a family man. Mm -hmm. And he had a minor indiscretion last year for jaywalking. And then if it's, uh -huh. yeah, and if it's the, if it's a black we were person. Talking, we were talking about it when we were, uh, I was looking into the, the uh, missing person of this week. Oh yeah, that's true, Susanna. Sorry, I lost her shit week. over the missing person from last and week, I which is Michaela. Mm -hmm. We hope they find you. When it's a white person, it says white family woman, yeah, yeah, family yeah, yeah. man, mother of three, Lululemon church uh, person. Leggings. No, she was last seen with a pair of Lululemon leggings with a, with the matching bra. And she yes. had a purse on her shoulder, and the car she got into was yellow. These are the partial the, the, plates. No, the uh huh, mm. uh huh, uh huh. The 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 pictures around the area were so and so. Like so much detail, and then in the same page, because you're bold enough to put them side by side. Black girl, 15 years old, last seen with a man. It was uh, just with, with a man. With a, yeah. uh huh. Where with where was she with the man? We don't know. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Yep. Nothing. Nothing. So 
before it was a huge you hated <laughs> herders come and say black people should stop being everything focused on race look at your fucking self look at your fucking self shut the fuck up and join them because they have every fucking right Bizarre. for this generation and the hundred thousand generations to come to be mad about this i think so who else this man attack <laughs> Susanna needs a minute. <laughs> gotta calm down. Oh, fuck. I know it's annoying, huh? Sounds and it feels like I'm just finding out about this, and it, it that makes me more insulting to every one of you guys. And I apologize for that. It's just so you calling you guys, stupid. you black. <laughs> <laughs> not afraid. To say it. Fuck, because I, I got, I, I've never. Me calling you people, you blacks people. <sighs> anyway, tell us about this nasty man. <laughs> it's interesting. <laughs> we have um, deviated a lot from the case. It's just that's like, okay. Fuck, I mean, up, it man. is a very thought-provoking, upsetting because you know that he chose to be a predator in these neighborhoods for a reason, you know, and you already know ahead of going into it that nobody cares about those victims because <laughs> yeah. of where they're from yeah or the moment you come like okay you're black you're making a report you're a woman and then you have police record mm, less and he knew it because he comes from the system that behaved the same way so tell us more okay we want to wrap up this man's case we want to know what happens april 25th 2014 he's driving a woman Mm-hmm. to her detox jail so this woman high yes he sure he just decided he wanted to throw her in there yeah. eh, we don't know okay and <laughs> he goes instead of taking her to jail he just took her to a field and raped her hmm. and he left her there huh may 7 2014 he stopped the woman that was coming from her cousin's house he found out that she has um she has a warrant. He forced her to perform oral, raped her at the back of a abandoned school. Hmm. <sighs> Another thing, this guy had a uh, had a girlfriend. Eh? They all do. At this time, he has a girlfriend. Listen, this Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde thing is so real. All these criminals be having wives. You don't remember last week, the one who was the vampire had a whole wife yes. until she to go and collect the, the, the reward. The, the reward. <laughs> <laughs> this man was killing people and drinking their blood and then he had the audacity to go home to his wife who he care about and be like, hey, girl, you know, they're going to come and get me. Best you take this money. Yeah. Because I'm looking out for you. I look, exactly. I husband of the year. <laughs> <laughs> so may 8 he pulled over another woman found a cracked pipe crack does really be fucking people up you know great term because you know it, she did make a she make a report made a report mm-hmm. and they w- couldn't tie the two and two together so she didn't shipping? make it to the case oh wow right well, how come detective kim was able to put the two and two together detective kim was the one that found all these women no but that's what i'm trying to say they, they at were that more, time they were over 13 yeah but 13 they made it they to at the... that time said mm-hmm. they couldn't find the link detective kim come after the fact because they were looking and you know what's the saddest part is that oh i couldn't link it to this 
Did you go ahead and investigate who else is doing the same thing this motherfucker is doing? Mm. No! That's true. That's a good point. You know, he might have had um people who were doing it too. No, uh-huh. He might have been a whole band of them. Uh-huh. Nasty. Mm-hmm. Stinker nasty. Mm-hmm. May 21st, he pulled over a woman, found that she had records, and he bluntly said, sex or jail. The woman thought he was Brazen. joking. He, she t- oh, of course she fucking thought he was joking. Send me to jail, you know. Send me to jail. Yeah. He forced her. Mm, of course. And she got raped, of course. Mm-hmm. May 26, 2014, he had the courtesy not to rape this woman, but he touched her mm. all over. The- and she didn't report it because, you know, he was the police. Yeah, you don't. Of course you feel at that point you can't report it. <laughs> I mentioned before that the 17-year-old didn't make it to the case mm-hmm. because they couldn't like, figure you know, out like they if he was there. Yeah, mm-hmm. they can't confirm that he yeah. was in the area or yeah. how her DNA got mm-hmm. on him. After the interview with Detective Kim, and while all these women were coming, mm-hmm. he was put into paid administrative leave. They always fucking do this, put him on paid leave. Finally, mm-hmm. on December 10, 2015, mm-hmm. He was convicted of 18 of the charges, and the jury recommend he serve 263 years in prison. Wonderful. This is why you call him Officer 263? Yes. No. I like it. I still find that's not enough time. The lawyers said, we want to appeal this. Mm-hmm. They tried in January 2016, got denied. And they tried to December, appeal it. December, mm-hmm. December 2019, they took it to Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. The Supreme Court said, go fuck yourself. Good. You have no business Good. being here. Exactly. Now, I'm going to say something about this ma- this man family. Dad is white. Mom is Asian. Mom and dad are retired police officers. Okay. Dad and sister are all over the news making a claim that around all this time, there was a lot of black people protesting for their rights. Mm-hmm. They said they just targeted him right, to, to get revenge. Yeah. To this day, dad and sister are trying to make a claim that he was a target for this women. 57 is not fucking middle age. You're very into the middle age. And, and my point is, is you are not there terrorizing the village. You just try to be a granny. Come mm-hmm. to your bit. For your bingo. Yeah, yeah, you're on your own beat. You're just minding your, your things. business. You yeah. are red. You're enjoying life right now because, you know, you mm-hmm. have your kids. Your kid has kids. Mm-hmm. They come and mess up your house and then you just send them back mm-hmm. to their house mm-hmm. you're living the life mm-hmm. you're living the life mm-hmm. which will allow you to go and come at two o'clock in the morning whatever the fuck you want that's a good point instead of living their life they just decided to target this poor yes. innocent they got together man and they had a group and they were like you know what we want to do yes so we just fuck up this man life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um another thing is the interviews that i watch is only dad and sister the ones that are vocal about it mm-hmm. mom just sits down and she doesn't say much when you watch the interviews you said you see the father said this the sister said this mom is only mentioned for race and what her occupation no, was like before. oh she's a, she has an asian mom just that mm-hmm. just to make just it that doesn't like, make uh, you racist yeah because she he couldn't be yeah 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 i i am curious as to what evidence landed him in jail because all you've mentioned was the DNA from the girl yeah. on his pants. No, they came through. They talked. They investigated. They interviewed this woman. Yeah, but that's not, that's not evidence. An interview is an but, evidence. And they, and they show the thing with the GPS at the time. They matched the time. With the report they, saying yeah. that this is the police officer. That, so that's how he got convicted? Yeah. You know, 
believe women when they say that they've been attacked. We have enough people out here not believing women. So if yeah. the woman said what they said and mm-hmm. they, they are they decided he was guilty, he fucking guilty. Sure. I forgot to mention the the charges: sexual battery, assault, forcible oral sodomy, mm. stalking, mm. and rape. He enjoys his stay at prison. Kim Davis, um, another Detective of the Kim. argument, D- Detective Kim. Another argument that these people are trying to make was that because she was about to retire, she went all in. And they were like, oh, she just want to show that she's a good detective. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like um, she's on she the out. like close off yes. on a good case. And yes. Whatever. Yes. And they're trashing her ass. <laughs> but Kim, we're blessing your ass. <laughs> we're sending you blessings. She's retired. Yeah, Detective Kim, enjoy your retirement. And um, good for you listen, for getting this. 13 women plus two are loving what you did. That's 15, Susanna. Exactly. 13 mm. women plus two. I'm just. That saying, number is 15. I know, but uh, <laughs> no, why, uh, if I said 15 women, are you going to say, women at 13? <laughs> Uh, okay <laughs> all right we talked a lot about this douche let's move on to my cases and i am quite pleased with myself for having the, the forethought to come here with some nice light shit okay <laughs> because Susanna's case was complete fuckery She's dark so <laughs> i don't know if other people are going to find what I have to say about these cases as funny as I I mean I laughed when I read about these, these <laughs> cases. I don't know if other people are gonna find them as funny, but here we go. Here we okay. go. Into the clueless criminals. Hey, what's about time? Hey, what's what about, about time? time? Hey, what's about time? What was the last one? Mm. Your birthdays are a month ago. Exactly. And after that he's been everything has been dark. Alright, alright. So this case, I've named it Getaway. Getaway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're in Cardiff for this one. So okay. we're across the pond. Okay. Okay. All the way. Right. Before I start, sorry. <laughs> I did this the other day. Like I said, we couldn't record. So I've actually forgotten. <laughs> so you may get a real genuine good laugh out of me for this one because I don't really remember where all these stories go. Okay. Okay. So on August 8, 2016, Jerome Nunez, mm-hmm. 26 of Livingstone Place and David Perry, 32, of Cromwell Road, went to see a man about some business. Okay. 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 You're so excited. (laughs) (laughs) So the unidentified man met them somewhere along the roadside. They didn't ever say who this next man was. They could have gone to to see about the business. They couldn't go to the side. They meet on the side of the road. So he, but he come out of his Audi with a rucksack. He had like a rucksack, like a like a cloth bag uh-huh. in tow. I think that's what a rucksack is. Don't come for me if that's not what it is. But yeah, like a bag, right? Mm-hmm. And he handed the bag at some point to Jerome because David was driving. So David driving, Jerome take the bag. Mm-hmm. Unbeknownst to them, they were being watched by police officers mm-hmm. in an unmarked car. Now, I don't know why. I don't know if maybe they would have been up to some shit earlier and the police were following them. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the police was following the man in the Audi. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the police was just sitting there eating a donut. And, and they're just, just happy to see. Yeah, he macoing. This is just like, yeah. shit, that looking shady to me. <laughs> Let me go follow them. Right? <laughs> so they, maybe they were on the police radar, like I said. Maybe the supply was being watched. Maybe it was incidental. Who knows? But the police decided to start following Jerome and David. Uh-huh. Very quick. 
David pick up on the fact that fuck the police on me. Yeah. Right? And so they were alerted to the police following them. When the police realized they're following them, lights start to flash. Of course. You know, whatever. What's our police noise? We, no, we, 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 is the ambulance. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Is is it proof? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. Whatever noise the police imagine it. Right? So the police turn on the sirens and they're like, we're coming for you, right? Uh So, but instead of pulling over, David and Jerome, so intelligent, decide they're going to slam into the police car. Ay, so Dios mío, pero... Slam into the police <laughs> car. And they take off, right? Okay. So now we're in a fucking high-speed yes, car chase. Yes, yes, Down the highway. Do we know what car they were, they were chasing? With we, we don't know what car they were driving exactly. Because if it's the Audi, like, you have... No, 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 no. The Audi was the other guy. Okay, right? but if it's the Audi, you can have a chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If okay. you have the Audi, you have some speed. Can, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, yes. But they, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But at this point, they're in a high speeches uh-huh. yeah, with the way david was driving it was clear that they didn't care about pedestrians no. stop signs or traffic lights they're like so the everything's coming for me full steam ahead mm-hmm. all that was relevant was that they had to get away that's mm-hmm. all they care about mm-hmm. so while trying to make this daring escape from the police bystanders and witnesses observe something unexpected so suddenly i don't know what time remember i said it was august okay people were like it's fucking christmas was all this snow. I White powder I started <laughs> to waft through the air from the window of the car. And now a little bit, lots of it, right? Like tons of white powder is now okay. just cascading out of the window yeah. of this car. Yes, yes. So while David did his best Formula One impression, Jerome was busy getting rid of evidence, obviously. Now the police is watching all of this and they're driving behind them. <laughs> They like if what they're not the seeing. It's like they if they're not seeing. They, like, they don't think the police seeing. The window <laughs> is open. The, the snow is coming out through the window. They're just going, right? So careening through the streets. This was the chase to end all chases. They just end up bobbing and weaving, bobbing and weaving. They're not gonna stop. They mm-hmm. lose the police. Mm-hmm. They lose the police. Oh, they did. They did. Oh, damn. Now you would think they would lay low. <laughs> I would. <laughs> I mean, at this point, the police have their plates. Mm-hmm. They were driving behind for a while, right? They may even have picture evidence because we don't know what they were doing when they were watching them. Maybe they were taking pictures of them. And, of course, they have the tons of witnesses on the trees who got snowed on <laughs> when they were standing up on the side. Mm-hmm. So where the hell would you go? What is the white thing? I'll tell you. Where I'll... will you go? To a basement. You'll go to so your hideout. Yeah. To well, the bunker. Originally, in my head, I imagined like a Fast and Furious kind of situation mm-hmm. where they had a secret place to stash the hot cars, you yeah. know, because stash cars. Our duo, they didn't do that. No. <laughs> Instead, they drove directly to NP19 Tires Garage, which was owned by Jerome, who was the one who was in the passenger seat, <laughs> on Cromwell Road in Newport. So they didn't even bother to try and hide. They just went home. They were like, whoopsies. I'm going to go home. Nobody saw me. The pair frantically started cleaning the car mm-hmm. and changing the clothes and making calls. We could only hope that one of those calls was to a lawyer because unsurprisingly, the police roll up because like, you live here, you own this, like, w- this is your this car. Is your house. Mm-hmm. But these two dummies thought that by throwing the evidence out of the car, they were in the clear, right? Like, they can't catch me, I'm not going to get in trouble, I can't go to jail. But the police arrested them for what? In they chase. They didn't the do chase. anything. They don't have no proof. Uh-huh. Well, before taking them in, 
with the enormous amounts of eyewitness evidence and police witnesses, one of the arresting officers noticed something weird. And they noticed something white in David here. Because you remember they were throwing the, the evidence out the window. And when he was asked about it, David adamantly said that he had, he was afflicted with dandruff. This was his defense. But nobody was buying it. Obviously, all the cocaine, yes, it was cocaine, <laughs> they tried to dispose of, blew black into the window and settle into their hair. <laughs> and I mean, you ever tried to throw something out of a window, Susanna? It's, it's like it's like a curse because it's it it just feels, gonna come back it feels, in. Like, like, no, bitch, you're not supposed to be lit. <laughs> no, I know I'm supposed to be telling the story about these two dummies who tried to throw cocaine out of a window, but I have a story to tell about a window incident. My friend and I went to a fete with her brother mm -hmm. and one of her cousins and another one of our friends. Mm -hmm. And the cousin, as soon as we got into the event, he get started to get drunk, drunk, okay. drunk, drunk, yeah. drunk. Yeah, yeah. Like, all right, you like yourself. You're not driving. Yeah. Well, get drunk, get drunk. Get you know, drunk. We, we will come we and look for, for you yeah. exactly when it's time to go home. Mm -hmm. Well, time to go home. The brother helping him get to the car because yeah. we can't carry the cousin. Cousin is a guy. Yeah. And we jump in the car. We decide we're putting him in the front seat because he is <laughs> drunk. Know, yeah, drunk. So we, we get on the highway. My friend is driving. In Other friend is to my left. Her brother is to my right. Mm -hmm. I am in the middle in the back seat. Okay. I and my, can see where my eyes were closed. <laughs> <laughs> my eyes were closed. I can see this is coming. And then suddenly I, I was like, it raining? <laughs> this is a real story. <laughs> Open my eye, and then my friend pull over on the side of the road, and obviously her cousin was throwing up out the window, and all of his vomit came back into the car, onto all the people in the back seat, and all I want to say is I screamed, I screamed so bad that my friend had to tell me, like it was like my brain couldn't figure out what had happened to me. And I was like just screaming. Like I didn't say words. I wasn't saying anything. I just was just screaming. And I was just like, and my friend was like, shut up, shut up, shut up. You're gonna they're gonna call the police. They're gonna call the police because we had stopped by the market. Because like the people to the market does reach early in the morning to set up. So it's like four o'clock in the market and we're on the side of the road. I am screaming, I'm making no sense. My friend who was on the on the left side, I think yeah, she got on her hand. Uh, and of course, you know, I got all on my face. Really? Oh, yeah, it was like, but it was like sprinkles. It wasn't like a bunch, but okay. it was still too much for my brain. I scream and I scream. Her brother like made me look at him like, calm down. <laughs> he had to like talk me down. I was having a full mental break, Susanna. But I got vomit on my face. So what I'm trying to say is, you can't be throwing shit out the window. It will come back, especially if you're going fast enough. It's going to come back in. <laughs> So it would turn out that Jerome was so dedicated to offloading his evidence that he apparently also stabbed himself in the thigh when he was using a knife to cut him in the bag of the cocaine <laughs> during the high speed catch. <laughs> um, James Tucker, Jerome's lawyer, said that his client had no prior knowledge about the amount or potency of the cocaine prior to the deal. Which to me sounds like shit because... When I take it, it would potent. I just think of cocaine for sure. Uh -huh. Like how you don't know 
how you don't know that cocaine be dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> it potent. Anyway, at the end of it, this is a very light case. At the end of it, they both pled guilty to charges of possession of a Class A drug with mm-hmm. intent to supply because it was that much. Of course. And um, Jerome was given seven years and eight months, and David got eight years and six months with an additional four months for his crazy ass driving. <laughs> so that's them. <laughs> Careful with the dander of people. Isn't that disgusting? The uh... listen. What is it with the cocaine that makes these people like? We have Jessica. Yeah. Wonderful, beautiful Jessica. Did <laughs> she break a cookie? <laughs> and thinking that she has a whole block of cheese. Yes. And we- then now these guys, they're trying to hustle. <laughs> I mean, they might they're have just trying- been transporters, but whatever they imagined in their mind, which was them getting rid of evidence, it wasn't. Instead, it was just going back into their hair and in the car. And then that next jacket stabbed himself in the leg. Like, I mean, there was nothing, there was nowhere for them to go. And then they didn't even hide. They just went home. They just, <laughs> they went to the garage that if they, that Jerome owned. <laughs> you know, like those memes, I'm not laughing, you're laughing, or I'm not crying, you're crying. <laughs> Basically. All right, so the next case, strap for cash. So picture it. It's late on a Friday evening, 5, 5 to tea, and you are working at a t- as a teller at the Chicago 5th Third Bank, 4017 or 4017 West Lawrence Avenue. Wow. Fifth Third Bank is confusing, but that's what they had in the article. Yeah. So the day was probably uneventful. I mean, it's Friday. You're yeah, looking ready to go home. Ready to ready to just. Home. It's Friday. Maybe you're ready to line. Uh, for the tanties like me, you're ready to go say. home. <laughs> and everybody else is like, woo, time ready for drinks. Party. Yeah. <laughs> but the day was probably uneventful. You're probably looking forward to the weekend. Until they get like one last customer who walk in, right? Okay. Which is always be a pain. Like in Trinidad, they will act like you slap their mother if you're the last person to come in and they will look into the Not the only there. Like if, if you're a teller somewhere or like a, a cashier somewhere, mm-hmm. they're supposed to close at 8 mm-hmm. and you walk in at 7.50, the stoops you will get like, <laughs> you really needed to come and get us. <laughs> Like right now. You couldn't wait for two You couldn't wait till two <laughs> Yeah. So, you know, one last customer walking. You need to add stoops to the Oh, dictionary. stoops is on the dictionary. It is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So prepare to do your teller duties. Okay. You patiently wait for the customer to ask for their service. Where yes. you come for? You want to you know, make a deposit? Yeah. You come to do a withdrawal? Yes. You want to do a bank transfer? Go I don't to know. your security box. Yeah. You name it. Maybe yes. they want cash to blow over the weekend. Maybe they want mm. to deposit a check. Yeah. Whatever they want, you ready because it's likely your last customer of the day. That is until the customer hands you a note. <laughs> and the note reads, be quick, be quiet. Give your cash or I'll shoot. Mm. If you're making assumptions, Definitely this robber assume. was probably masked. This is At this point in the story, mm-hmm. I was making an assumption mm-hmm. that the robber was probably masked. Not like our guys who show their faces and then you remember they tried to throw <laughs> the chirpy one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, maybe that, when was this? Because if it's if it's Chicago. Oh, okay. Yeah. So well, shit. That the evening gone. You getting hold up. Mm-hmm. You know. I don't know about you, but I can imagine at this point the teller isn't about to jump to heroic. The man tells she, if you don't, if you not stay quiet, be uh, quick. Yeah. I go shoot you. Yeah. So you know you need to move fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah? This man wanted money. I was prepared to shoot. He was going to get it. Yeah. So you start handing over whatever money is in your till, in your yeah, little register yeah. at the time. Mm-hmm. A grand total of $397. Okay. Which luckily for you, the armed robber decided to accept 
and escape with his bounty. Yes. He didn't rock the boat. He didn't say, you know what? No. Let me stick around and see if I get no, more. He didn't say, go no. and give me some gold bars in the back. Nothing. He was just like, whatever you have here, I take and I go on. That's all I need. Right. Exactly. So he rich. He mm-hmm. gone. You could breathe now, but your evening shut because you need to call everybody. Yeah. You had to call the police. You had to call mm-hmm. your manager. You had to call whatever. Call the police. Call your man. Call your reverend. You survive. You want to go home. Yeah. That's what you want to do. When the FBI, because I guess bank robbing is that kind of crime where yeah. I involve the FBI. And regard- it regardless, regardless you of know? the amount. Mm-hmm. When the FBI reach, you likely at this point would have to go over the robbery several times mm-hmm. with several officers. Yeah. And you're also going to hand them the note, which is the only evidence you have in this yeah. case that you were robbed, right? That this mm-hmm. man robbed you. You've done your part. Mm-hmm. You're gone home. Okay. Yeah, probably you didn't go to Lyme after this. You probably mm. went home. Just when I go home. But by the following Monday, your unknown thief would be identified as Thomas Infante of Cary, Illinois. How did police catch him so quick? Were there other ro- robberies happening in the area? They had cameras. Was the guy? Yeah, they had cameras. But was the guy on his their radar? Like what happened? Like how did they catch him? He was wearing a shirt with his name. Susanna, <laughs> that would have been better. Well, it seems that the secret to the bank robber's identity was in your hands, the teller's hands, all along. Our clever robber apparently decided that the best place to put the note was on the back of his payslip, which he ripped in half, <laughs> presumably to either save on paper or to slow down the trail. <laughs> Whatever his rationale, the other half of the fucking payslip with his address was found outside the door at the back. <laughs> so, so the first half have all the information. The second half had his address. <laughs> like when I say by the front door, like literally like by the front of the door. <laughs> No, not no DNA. Not even, not even, but not even put it in the garbage. Shred it in like small no, little teensy weensy pieces. He used pieces. he pay slip the back of he pay slip. He was mad to put like this motherfuckers. I break my neck. So now the well, the well trained police do some police work. <laughs> they went to his house, which was two blocks away. <laughs> Over the weekend. <laughs> Over the weekend. <laughs> and at the house. They find the brown jacket that he was wearing on the surveillance video. And with all the evidence they had, they took him they took him in and he faced the judge where he was facing about twenty years in prison for his crime. But three hundred and ninety seven dollars you gonna do twenty years in jail? That's not crazy. So the pay slip showed that he earned approximately hundred and sixty six dollars from the jewel food store at some point earlier in the year. And Ross Rice of the FBI would later say, quote it is fairly unusual that we see something that specifically stupid. But overall, we see a lot of strange bank robberies. So I couldn't find any follow-up related to the sentence. And however, given the evidence, I suspect that he had to have faced some time for this crime. Yeah, but 20-something or how many? 20. He was facing 20 years. I think armed robbery, you know, like they have like a standard, like a preset. But did he like show did like a, robbery. A, like, did he had an actual arm? Because... I don't know if he showed her the gun. Like I haven't seen a video exactly. or anything like that. It might have just been a, an implied gun, you know? Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'll shoot you. I don't make me pull out this 
Yeah. Don't make me reach for my gun, you know. Uh, like, give it. me this money. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying that he shouldn't be. <laughs> but, dude, uh, come on. Man, you see pay slip. Like, Listen. <laughs> I hope he at least got what? to have some fun with the money before they catch him. I mean, like, they didn't take long. They got his address outside. The address was by the front door. And his name and thing was on the other side of the pay slip, which was, <laughs> which was in the teller. Huh? I'm not saying <laughs> go ahead and rob a bank. Fuck. This is not the part that you support, little. <laughs> just that this this teller probably live in your neighborhood. This teller's probably your neighbor. You live in two blocks down the street, and they come and, and they catch you. It's like okay, I I I I don't like my pay. It's Friday. I need my fucking money. Let me go across the street. And this is the paper I have. <laughs> Listen, Let me run it down. This is called clueless so criminals for a reason. Okay, it's called clueless criminals for a reason. I All right, and our third little case for the evening: <laughs> bird brains. Okay. Two Welsh friends, Reese Owen Jones, twenty-one, okay. and Kerry Mules, twenty, were on an adventure of a lifetime in Australia. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately for the guys, they were nursing the hangover. To end all hangovers. Okay. And on top of that, they had no time to nurse their respective headaches because they had a guest. Right? Mm-hmm. So before dealing with their guests, they likely tried to go over in their minds the series of events that led to their current circumstances. <laughs> From what they recall, they were having a grand time. Now, prior to that morning, Reese, who was a former Royal Marine, uh-huh. and Carrie, who is a bricklayer, or who used to be a bricklayer, were actually you know, in Australia on a working visa. Mm-hmm. So they were at work. But at the end of the day, I guess, or maybe the day before they were at work and then this day they were doing stuff. Mm-hmm. But whatever, prior to this morning, okay. they were out doing tourist shit. They decided we're going to have a good time. And, you know, they were there to work, but they made time to go to the beach, do the fun stuff, yeah, yeah. enjoy partying. Yes. Hard. They probably partied really hard. Because they didn't remember bringing home anyone or anything. (laughs) So you see, the guest in the apartment wasn't a woman that they pick up at a bar and couldn't remember. No, their guest was a penguin (laughs) named Duke. (laughs) And and seven-year-old Duke the penguin was reported missing from an Australia marine park, actually, (laughs) SeaWorld. Reese and Carrie didn't know what to do. Because right? they wake up to see this fucking penguin in their apartment. I mean, what the fuck is doing a penguin? Hi, my God. The best they could do was they put him in the shower. <laughs> Why? Why? They put him in the shower. Because they didn't know what else to do. The All they know is penguins might like water. So they put Dirk in the shower. And they say, all right. No, penguins, you know. Seriously, like, penguins like water, right? <laughs> so they put him in there. They tried to feed Dirk, but what the hell penguins is eat? <laughs> so they don't know what to do. Susanna, they're drunk, and they don't know what to do. They wake up and the penguin in the apartment. So they put him in the shower and they try to feed him. <laughs> so they don't know what to do. So <laughs> I knew you would like this one. <laughs> I knew, I, I, I knew you would like it. Yeah. He was the- some sort of um, <laughs> some sort of fairy something penguin. So he was kind of fluffy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he in the apartment, they're confused because he wasn't supposed to be there. 
<laughs> they have him in the shower waiting and they went to look for food right so one of them is gonna get yourself together i'm not sure who had the bright idea to release dirk because i guess they don't want a chance returning him to oh, the world wait i'm gonna tell you how i'm gonna tell you how right because remember, they was at a party. They were at a party, having a good time. They wake up drunk to Dirk in the apartment. That's all they know. They were at a party, and now they wake up and Dirk in the apartment. That's the only information they have, okay? <laughs> but somebody decided we're going to release Dirk. <laughs> Poor Pinkwoody. I know. Susanna, you all right? <laughs> no, I still picture the penguin in the bathroom. So somebody decided to release Dirk. Because I guess they didn't want to go back to SeaWorld. Because, plus, also, they don't know where they got him. They don't know where they got Dirk from. So they don't want a chance returning him to wherever. So they took a ride with their new friends. So Dirk in the car. <laughs> take Dirk. And then they found what they thought was the best place to release Dirk, which was a canal. <laughs> well, one article called it a canal. One called it an estuary. I don't know what that is. But a body of water. Again, this is all they know about penguins. They right now they taxing the breadth of their knowledge about what they know no about penguins. I don't know what they fed them, but they wanted to feed them. <laughs> so they let, they let him go. Jumping out of the car, they tried to dispose of Dirk as fast as possible, and in, in their brain, in the most humane way possible, by releasing him into the canal. But some locals in the area heard a scuffle in the canal, right? So they hear all this activity in the canal. And then they see them jump in the car and drive away. So they're going to investigate. And then what they see? Poor frazzled Dirk <laughs> wading out of the water trying to come out to the canal. Don't know why he there. Don't know what he doing. Decided it was unusual to see a penguin in a fucking canal. Oh, they decide they're going to look up lost penguin on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> this is real, Susanna. It's a real story. <laughs> what? Lost penguin. Yeah. They decide they're going to look up lost penguin on the phone. And that's when they see the reports about Dirk being missing. So at this point, Dirk went through the most. Okay, Dirk had been through a lot, right? He was trying to get out of the water, which these dummies didn't know was known to have sharks. So Dirk trying to escape the water, but then a dog was chasing him back in. So he Dirk can't get out of the water. He he can't go back in because it have sharks in the water. A dog chasing him back in. Dirk can't go nowhere. <laughs> I know. So the, no, dirt, no. the dog turning him back. The shark's behind Hold him. Hold your fucking tongue. Dirk Let the penguin out. <laughs> yeah. So they needed to get him and they needed to get him quick. So the witnesses called the Sea World authorities. Because remember, they find the article that he missing from the Sea World. And Sea World, come and pick up Dirk, right? So at this point, they were happy to have Dirk back. But they needed to catch the culprit. Yes. So I guess witnesses must have seen something definitive because mm-hmm. the police were able to track down Reese and Kerry. <laughs> and they apparently had a third friend, an 18-year-old friend with them. Right? <laughs> they charged him with trespassing, stealing, and unlawfully keeping a protected animal. animal yeah. Upon holding them is when the story started to unfold because people start to remember things <laughs> and, of course, video evidence. <laughs> <laughs> From what they remember, Reese and Carrie and the 18-year-old were last coherent and swimming at the beach. That was the last thing we know, right? At some point, they must have come up with a grand plan 
to break into SeaWorld <laughs> because the insanely drunk team decided to break in to SeaWorld on Queensland's Gold Coast, swim with the dolphins, <laughs> and then let off a fire extinguisher in the shark enclosure. Right? The friends told the judge that they didn't mean Dirk any harm. They even released Dirk into the Broadwater Canal or waterway, yeah. thinking, you know, because at this point, I think they were panicking. They thought they were doing something good. <laughs> So my magistrate, Brian Cox, that is his name, K-U-K-S, unfortunate, but that is his name. Magistrate Brian Cox was told how the guys wrote a letter of apology to SeaWorld <laughs> and the Australian public and how they deeply regretted their actions. Judge Cox went on to say, you could have found yourself in a morgue if you had gone into the wrong enclosure. Because they were so drunk, but they were swimming with the dolphins. Yeah. What they went swimming with the sharks, you know? <laughs> Perhaps next time you're at a party, you'll consider drinking less vodka. Someone has quoted as saying they did their incompetent best to take care of Duke. Right? <laughs> so there's a, a nice way to end. Duke was, quote, extremely disheveled. He was Aww. quite exhausted. Um, last, No, this is what they said. Sewell said... He's extremely was extremely disheveled. He was quite exhausted last night after we did catch him, but he settled down well. He was ultimately reunited with his life mate Peaches because mm, you know penguins yeah. mate for life, so they bring him back by he dirt and peaches. Um, Dirk and Peaches, yeah. And, Dirk and, Peaches. and his captors will find a thousand Australian dollars each. <laughs> One site mentioned charges for trespassing, but I I couldn't find anything else. <laughs> <laughs> I want to swim in the top. <laughs> yeah, I bet they were just out there swimming thing. in the sea. I was like, wouldn't it be it's cool? It's time, it's time to swim with the wouldn't dolphin. Wouldn't it be cool if a Let's dolphin go. just came up here and we could swim it? They imagine in flipper. Yeah. They imagine all the things. Like, yeah. you know what? Over there have dolphins. But you know what the thing is? Let me go check the dolphin. <laughs> How did they get dirt though? <laughs> and then you're thinking, you're quiet. You know, yeah, and they pull the fire. <laughs> they put and they swim with the dolphins. They swim with the dolphins. They pull the fire extinguisher and they steal Dirk. And we just don't know how they. they, they we don't and know how the they cameras, got in. The we cam- don't know how they got in. But all I could imagine is that while they were drunk at the beach, <laughs> they were probably like, "Yeah, you know, it'd be so cool Dirk if swim. sea life is cool. <laughs> you know, they're in the ocean, like the ocean is cool. Sea life is cool. <laughs> but that's true. I just what if they have they gotten into Dirk? the shark tank? We wouldn't be telling the story. Because <laughs> it wouldn't have been a clueless story? criminal. It would be sad. It would be dead. They found their, actually, they may not have found anything. No. They just disappeared. They might have been one of the missing people. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you know. No. Yes. Okay. I have to say that I, I of course, I have an opinion about Dirk? Um, animals being in cut. TBD? Yeah, yeah. I'm but not a not fan gonna, of SeaWorld. We're, we're not, not going to pull we're that not thread. Gonna no, no, go no. there. Because at because the end of the day, stupid. Peaches is at SeaWorld. And uh, what I did read was an uh, party article that said um, they, they're penguins mate, mate for, for life. Yeah. And they get very depressed if yes. they're not with their mates. So they needed to get him back to Peaches. So irregardless of the fact that it's a, yes. it's a SeaWorld and it's a animal encampment, is what yeah. we could call it. Um <laughs> And Peaches was there. He had to go back. These cases, I know they know it weren't as funny as maybe previous cases, but they were still clueless. No, but I I like the fact that they're like, I cannot imagine waking up and be like, where does food come from? (laughs) (laughs) There is a penguin in the house. Yeah, we didn't say parrot, it was penguin. penguin. penguin in the house. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if Dirk was a 
miniature penguin, like the one they have at yeah, the Yeah, I'll show you. It's a the big, big penguin. No, no, no. He was like a small, fluffy <laughs> penguin. And, um, and they took him. Like, and they took dude, him home. <laughs> <there is> a <laughs> and There's you can imagine, what was he doing oh, while yeah. they were sleeping? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to figure what out was what they were doing <laughs> while they were sleeping, while they were knocked out, and then what they the wake fuck? up later the oh, next day yeah. like, what are you doing here? <laughs> And this beef of handling him. No, poor Dirk. Poor Dirk. <laughs> At least he's back with Peaches. I no. love the name. Peaches? And Dirk and Peaches. Anytime I think Peaches of Dirk, Dirk, I have a friend named Dirk, but because of um, Dirk Diggler, I always think of porn when I hear the name Dirk. Oh my. Okay. Yeah. I, I've Actually, I know two guys named Dirk, but still because of that movie, I think the movie's called Boogie Nights oh my. with um, Mark Wahlberg. Mm-hmm. Because of that movie, anytime I hear the name Dirk, I think of porn immediately. Like, because I think the guy was like a porn star or something like that. <laughs> I can't remember the story exactly, but we just. Anyway, take us away, Susanna. Okay, we know nothing. So please go to the sources linked on our Instagram at Criminally Clueless or on our website at criminallyclueless.com to get the real tea. Follow us wherever you listen to podcasts and feel free to leave us a like or a review so we can dominate those ratings. Hey, we might be clueless. But that's not a crime. See you next week. Bye.